And here we have it again. What a suspenseful ride for glycine and N-acetylcysteine for those that have been following the research, as well as the retail end of basically this combo, especially in reference to the N-acetylcysteine itself. But first, here we are, three prior studies in regard to glycine and N-acetylcysteine, and this will be the fourth. What makes this particular research different than the others was basically, for example, if you look at the one on top right there, as far as improving strength and cognition, that was an open label study. The one we're discussing today is a randomized double-blind control placebo study, the first of its kind in reference to glycine and acetylcysteine, and yet it yielded the same positive outcome. Now, it has been an incredible journey also for N-acetylcysteine. For those that are unfamiliar, uh, in reference to uh, basically being able to obtain N-acetylcysteine, there was some controversy where basically N-acetylcysteine was originally researched as a pharmaceutical in the 1960s, which caused the FDA to vacillate in reference to allowing it to be on the market for open consumption as a supplement. And so what that did is that created some drama uh, basically in regard to uh, vendors for, such as Amazon and PayPal. Now, a lot of people have concerns in reference to the availability of N-acetylcysteine, uh, especially to make this combination possible. But we're going to review that at the end of the video after we cover the wonderful, wonderful research that most of you are here to review. And uh, you're going to find it quite intriguing. Uh, the FDA recently did lift some restrictions regarding N-acetylcysteine, and but how Amazon and PayPal in particular responded may be quite interested, and it's important for again merchants as well as producers. But to start, let's get right into the research as follows. Again, what makes this different? It is a randomized, double-blind, placebo study in reference to glycine and N-acetylcysteine. Also, too, the researcher itself elucidated as to why they in particular prefer glycine and acetylcysteine combo as opposed to taking glutathione itself. And the easiest way to basically, um, how would you say, conclude or ascertain uh, that uh, basically reference in regard to the researcher is think Goldilocks and the three bears. Some cells require less glutathione, some cells require more. And by the consumption of glycine and acetylcysteine, as opposed to glutathione itself, it gives the body to better auto-regulate the production where it's needed in regard to the glutathione, where too much may be a problem itself, or too little, not effective enough. Well, we'll get, that, get into that in a second. But first, let us begin. Glycine and acetylcysteine supplementation reverses mitochondrial dysfunction, oxidative stress, and aging hallmarks that boost strength and promote healthy, healthy health in aging humans. Published in the Journal of Gerontology, Medical Science, a study shows that older humans taking Glynac for 16 weeks improved many characteristic defects of aging. This includes oxidative stress, glutathione deficiency, and multiple aging hallmarks affecting mitochondrial dysfunction, mitophagy, inflammation, insulin resistance, endothelial dysfunction, genomic damage, stem cell fatigue, and cellular senescence. These were associated with improvements in muscle strength, gait speed, exercise capacity, waist circumference, and blood pressure. That 
is just to the consumption of glycine and acetylcysteine in the length of the time of the study. That was the outcome in this randomized double-blinded control placebo study. This is the first, to reiterate, randomized clinical trial of glycine supplementation in older humans. And again, the first one, which we covered before in March 2021, which was done in humans as well, remember that was an open label, it wasn't randomized. And it found that a wide variety of age-associated abnormalities improved in older adults supplemented with Glyonac, while no improvements were seen in those receiving the placebo, quoting the researcher. The improvements in oxidative stress, glutathione levels, and mitochondrial function in the muscle tissue of older humans taking Glyonac were similar to the improvements in organs such as heart, liver, and kidneys of aged mice, supplemented with Glyonac as reported in the researcher's recent publication. Taken together, the results of these studies show that glyonac supplementation can improve these defects in many different organs of the body. Glyonac supplementation in aging mice increased their length of life, and the mice obviously take very good care of our mice, by 24%. According to the researcher, gait speed is reported to be associated with survival in older humans, and quoting, our randomized clinical trial found significant improvement in gait speed in old humans supplemented with Glynac. This raises the hope, raises the hope, raises the interesting question, please forgive me, of whether Glynac supplementation could have implications for survival in people, meaning life extension. Now, a few highlights from the actual uh, abstract itself in reference to the study. I'd like to see the full published study out there. Uh, because there may be some dosaging questions, which you'll understand why in a second, but some of the highlights. Analysis of the molecular data from the trial suggests that Glynac supplementation is able to fill cells with younger and more efficient mitochondria. Two, there's more than that, but these are just two of the highlights that I chose. Glynac supplementation corrects glutathione deficiency and lowers oxidative stress in all humans back to youthful levels. Now. This is going to be a reiteration of what I covered a little bit earlier in reference to why these particular researchers believe Glynac supplementation is superior to taking glutathione by itself. To proceed, quote, it is really important to understand that this trial supplemented Glynac and did not supplement glutathione. This is because our body does not get its glutathione from food, but the body has to make its own glutathione every day. All our organs maintain different levels of glutathione in a delicate balance that favors health. There is the Goldilocks analogy. Too little glutathione cannot fight the harmful oxidative stress, and too much glutathione can lead to harmful reductive stress. This is why Glynac is a natural solution for correcting glutathione deficiency because it provides the raw materials to help cells make their own glutathione in just the right amount, Goldilocks. We have seen that this is repeatedly in all of our prior studies, supplementing Glynac, including this trial. Now here is a little bit of a caveat that tends to normally make me not feel comfortable, but at the same time, realizing the precarious situation that N-acetylcysteine was and its availability to the public, I'm really on the fence about Nestle, for example, uh, being the primary distributor of Glynac. But you have to keep in mind that our channel has been demonetized by YouTube back in 2014. So we make nothing from this. But at the same time too, the advantage of Nestle coming into this market and obtaining the use of this patent by Baylor College 
kind of uh, guarantees to some extent that N-acetylcysteine is available for all, although be it through this particular patented combination for them. Let's proceed. Baylor College of Medicine holds a patent on Glynac, which has been licensed in Nestle Health Science. Glynac is marketed in the United States by Nestle Health Science under the name Celtrin TM Cellular Protect. And you see a lot of companies use that name. So this could be a lot of major trademark battle. And that's just one of the, uh, the dramas that are going to be uh, circulating around anticelocysteine. Nestle Health Science did not provide any financial material support for this research. Now, additionally, moving ahead, as reported in a previously public exploratory study, the research group found that Glynac supplementation in older humans could improve memory and cognition. He has studied this further in aged mice and found that Glynac supplementation appears to correct multiple age-related declines directly in the brain and was associated with improvements in memory and brain health. A report on these new emerging and exciting findings is in development as well. Now, also too, the Celtriant uh, has different uh, dosaging uh, than we've covered prior. Uh, prior, if you look at our, our prior video, Glynac improves in both. I'll bring it up again. The first video I bookmarked at 331, uh, the dosage ratio they used originally at open label study. But however, in this one itself, uh, you're going to find the formula a little different. But again, it's a really weird conundrum. Uh, in one aspect, I like to have research be pure, but in the other aspect, without potentially the intervention of a large corporation, N-acetylcysteine may not be here at all for the public to utilize. And you'll understand why in a second. So first off, I want to give gratitude to the researchers for basically pursuing this. It's incredible. They're pushing forward with it. And the results just seem amazing and astounding in just plain and simple language. Incredible. Also too, at this point, I am humbled that you watch. Now, after this, what we're going to go into is some of the more of the merchandising and retail aspect, the challenges for those that may be concerned about the access to N-acetylcysteine. Now, what I'm going to do is yield you personal experience from my retail establishment in reference to basically e-commerce in reference to N-acetylcysteine. A couple of positive notes. Now, first, all right, we're going to look at Amazon. Amazon right here, for example, this is a few days ago, today being August 21st, 2022. So about five or six days ago. So this is where you get, uh, you start to think the correlation between Glynac being licensed at Nestle, a huge corporation, and also an Amazon acquiescing or the FDA acquiescing to basically its restrictions on N-acetylcysteine. See, Amazon lifted the restrictions before uh, they were kind of hard on it. You wouldn't allow an Amazon pay a button to be associated with any company that sold N-acetylcysteine on their site whatsoever. So even if you had N-acetylcysteine on your site and you didn't sell any of it through the Amazon PayPal or Amazon button, I should say, uh, Amazon would still remove their button from your site. However, now Amazon has become friendly to the idea of N-acetylcysteine since some of the larger corporations basically got involved and said, hey, we're going to carry it. What do you think? Now, another caveat. Now, I'm not going to say anything disparaging. All right, I'm going to just basically, for the, from this point on, I'm going to say it's an administrative error. Now, if you look at here, right there, you look at PayPal, what they did is they wanted me to remove anacetylcysteine and a few other elements like aloe and things like that 
from my e-commerce site. The problem is I had no PayPal button associated with any e-commerce site at the time that they made this request. But however though, still, that's where we're gonna, we're gonna tack it up to administrative error, we're gonna be friendly. Uh, they wanted it gone. So as I was in the process of removing any traces of any PayPal API in association with, you know, NSL system, which there was none to begin with, look what they get right after that. You can't use PayPal anymore. What do they say? Because other products that present a risk to consumer safety. So here you have a paradox. Amazon lifts its restrictions, da da da. PayPal, all of a sudden, no works. I've been a member of PayPal uh, for what, since 2006 with no violations or chargebacks. And all of a sudden, one day, they just say, hey, uh, we don't want you to use our service anymore. Even on top of that, I had 6000 uh, close to $7,000 in the account, and they sequestered it. And if you read down below, I may or may not get that money back after 180 days. And that's not a complaint on my side as much as basically caveat for those retailers that may be utilizing uh, PayPal. Now, the weird part about it, you think, well, they would give a phone call, an email, uh, some sort of forward warning. Well, I got the warning the first day. The second day, after I communicated with them, I had no association with the site anymore. That's when they sequestered my remaining funds and said basically that, uh, arbitrarily that I was endangering consumer safety, even though I was not dealing with the public any longer. So you have that aspect there where PayPal is arbitrarily trying to regulate uh, what it believes is safest or not supplement based upon which data I am not familiar with. And so what I'm going to do for PayPal is to be kind and give them an opportunity on a YouTube channel if they like to basically respond to this. And if it's administrative error, I'm more than forgiving. I would be happy. And I would also basically say, thank you for looking into it and fixing it. Because we all make mistakes from time to time. Um, but <laughs> kind of the ironic part, if you look at it, you can't use PayPal. Well, first they sequestered $7,000 of mine. And they think, well, I can't wait to use PayPal again. Well, that's not exactly um, motivational for me to trust uh, this financial institution with any further aspect or use of my funds but still mistakes are made and you know if it's a mistake it's a mistake if not i'll go to legal arbitration and take care which i think i already sent the documentation out and i'll i'll file a legal dispute and take it from there but that's the administrative pitfalls so amazon okay paypal at least according to the documentation that i received in my personal experience they said, no, we don't like that. It didn't even give an opportunity to basically rectify the situation before they sequestered funds and basically went off on their own and said, I can't use them anymore. Okay, I'm okay with that. But still, just the same, that's the glycine and acetylcysteine drama that's involved in this incredible, incredibly promising aspect. Also too, yeah, the correlation between Nestle coming into the market and all of a sudden Amazon acquiescing, or potentially the FDA acquiescing as well, is an interesting correlation, although not causal. It is really, really kind of interesting. Again, I am humble to the merchants and the retailers and the e-commerce individuals that follow us at this point as well. Again, there's some caveats involved in that. If there's an error, then let it surface. 
All right, we're off to our channel signing off once again. I look forward to you all once again next week. Gratitude, thank you, and I'm just happy to watch. Catch you all next time.